Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 9, Continued. Section 12. I have been on the verge of saying no. A few days before leaving for Las Vegas, Mother Teresa wrote to Father Picacci, I am leaving alone with Jesus and for Jesus on the 25th of October at 6 a.m. and will be in Los Angeles on the 26th. Miss Bracken will be there to meet me. On my way back, I will stop in England, Germany, and Italy. Pray for me. I had to smile when I read that you make use of my resolution. Who makes it and who keeps it? How happy you are to be much with Jesus and so close to him. I have been on the verge of saying no. It has been so very hard. That terrible longing keeps growing. And I feel as if something will break in me one day. And then that darkness, that loneliness, that feeling of terrible aloneness. Heaven from every side is closed. Even the souls that drew me from home, from Loretto. As if they don't exist. Gone is the love for anything and anybody. And yet, I long for God. I long to love him with every drop of life in me. I want to love him with a deep personal love. I can't say I'm distracted. My mind and heart is habitually with God. How this thing must sound foolish to you because of its contradiction. For my meditation, I am using the passion of Jesus. I am afraid I make no meditation, but only look at Jesus suffer and keep repeating, let me share with you his pain. When you go to Jesus, make one fervent act of love for me, since I can't make it myself. The words don't come. I have nothing else to write though I would have liked to write more, but nothing comes. In the deepest darkness, when the longing for God was almost unbearable, and she found herself on the verge of saying no, Mother Teresa affirmed she was constantly united with God. Without this habitual recollection, She would not have been able to live through the years of darkness. Not only was it a precondition for this mystical participation in the cross of Christ, it was also a confirmation of the true origin of this ordeal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.
most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why was Mother Teresa on the verge of saying no? Well, she was on the verge of saying no to going to Las Vegas, of getting on this plane, of traveling so many hours, of having to get up and speak to people, of having to take part in this kind of work that seemed very expensive and wasn't clear to her what good it would achieve. And then she had to fly back across the world the other direction. England, Germany, Italy. In other words, she was basically making a complete world circuit. And Mother Teresa was on the verge of saying no to this. She didn't want to go. We saw last night she even was hoping the archbishop would tell her no. And then he told her she had to do it. And now all of those prayers, all the times she had said, that she saw in the archbishop the figure of Christ, and she saw in his commands the will of the Lord. She had always been almost insistent or urgent. He'd even been annoyed sometimes. He thought she was being too pushy. But it's because she had made that private vow, that vow never to refuse Jesus anything, always to say yes to him. And here, not only was there the darkness, but there was this seeming contradictory, impossible thing he was asking her to do. And what we can take from this is the following. If hope is longing for God, if hope is longing for eternal life with God, eternal happiness, if hope is leaning, relying, trusting in God to bring us to that point. Trusting in God to make us into what he wants us to be. That's what hope is about. Love is about friendship. Love is about wishing good to the one we love, and in this case, to Jesus. To love Jesus is to will good to him. And what's the good we can will to him? to do his will, to not refuse him anything. The good we can will to Jesus is whatever he asks of us. Whatever he asks of us, whatever he wants from us, that's his will. That's what will make him happy. That's what will give him joy. And to love him is to will his good. And if this is what will make him happy, pleased, joyful, we want to do it. And Jesus, we have to remember, is the head of a mystical body. He has united every human person to himself as a one mystical person. We're part of this great unity. 
And our Lord is pleased and joyful in his church. So let us ask the Lord tonight that we will love him more and more. That we will want to love him. And deep in Mother Teresa's heart, deep in her will, was this profound love for Jesus. She wasn't aware of it. It didn't feel fervent to her. It didn't have any consolation with it. But she wanted to please him. And that is the root of divine love. That willing good to him. That wishing good to him. As our friend. As the one who loves us in return. Charity always has this mutual love. To have a friend is to have someone we will good to and someone who wills good to us. And we both know it. And we will good to each other because we have somehow been united. We have some common life together. And our Lord Jesus is the same in Calcutta as he is in Las Vegas, as he is in London, as he is in Leipzig, as he is in Rome, as he is in an airplane. We carry our Lord Jesus in our heart. Help us to love you more and more, Lord. We want to love you, but we don't know how. I want to love you, Jesus, St. Philip used to say. I want to love you. I wish to love you, but I don't know how. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.